Hey everyone, I hope you're all doing good. Uh, I wanted to do something a little different today and then just give you a little personal story about myself. Um, as I mentioned before in one of my previous episodes, I can be really competitive. Now, I try my best not to be and in most times I avoid situations that would require me to be competitive because I just genuinely don't like being competitive. But I am and sometimes I can take it a little too far. Now, let me give you an explanation. So for this story, I'm gonna need to give you some backstory first for context, and I'm gonna introduce to you three really key people in this story, three friends. Now, for the sake of anonymity, I won't tell you their real names in case they want to be, you know, in case they don't want their names to be out there. So I'm gonna call them Wilson, Eduardo, and Mike for the sake of this story. And these three are really important. Wilson, Eduardo, and Mike. All right, but before I get to them, let me give you the backstory. So growing up, I was a really fat kid. I was a type of kid who had both hands in the cookie jar at all time. You know, the kind of kid who used to put ketchup on foods ketchup had no business being in. And I used to eat that shit like it was the best thing on earth. You know, looking back, some of the shit I used to eat was vile, but I didn't care. I loved food. I lived, breathed, and dreamt about peanut butter. Anyway, the result of me eating the way I did was I was a pretty fat kid. I remember around the time I was eight or nine years old, I had already reached 80 kilograms in weight. And by the time I was in university, I was about 120, 122 kilograms. And I was a pretty big guy, you know, luckily I'm kind of tall, kind of. So like it never looked as bad as it actually was, but it was still pretty bad. I was still a pretty chunky guy, you know, and um, throughout the years, throughout my youth and in my early adulthood, there were many attempts made by my family and by myself to try and make me lose the weight and get healthier. None of which ever stuck. I mean, there'd be, there'd be like these brief windows where I'd make some progress. I'd hear I'd make progress. Then I just kind of relax and gain it back. And that happened throughout my adulthood. That all changed when I went to university though. And for a really odd reason too. It's really bizarre. So around the time I went to university, I met one of my good friends. We start off with Wilson. And Wilson was a cool good dude. Me and him, we had a lot in common. We used to get on quite well. You know, we spent a lot of time chilling. And there was one time where we were chilling in my dorm room and we had, or in my hostel, not dorm, in my hostel, and we were watching MTV's Lip Sync Battles. And it was the episode with Terry Crews. And we're just looking at this and we're like, this dude is massive. Holy hell. How does one get that big, you know? And then we're just like, well, we knew how. It's just pure hard work, proper dieting, and a ton of exercise. So, you know, we're just talking about it for a little bit. And then we're like, you know what, man? Why don't we try to look like it? Now, easier said than done, of course. But we, we just genuinely thought like just, it, it ended up just being us saying, let's just get fitter. We not necessarily look like him, but let's just get fit. And we said, okay, so like just right there in the, just like in the spur of a moment, we're just like, we, we, we made a diet plan. We made like a exercise routine and we just made like these little conditions where like if you missed 
a gym day without a good reason you had to pay the other guy money or so if wilson did if wilson missed it he'd have to pay me money if i miss it i'd have to pay wilson money so after that happened uh we also did the diet thing too where like if you broke your diet you'd have to pay the other person money granted the diet thing you'd have to do it in front of them of course but it it did help maintain it because it turns out that both of us are pretty competitive he knew he was competitive i didn't know i was competitive at the time it was only until much later on i realized that holy hell i am hella competitive i didn't know i had this in me so anyway me and wilson start this routine and for the first it's really difficult at first but we get it i remember we get into the swing of it softly softly i remember i had a particular hard time getting rid of the sugar i used to eat because i used to eat a lot of sugar i used to have a particular obsession with soda at the time i used to drink soda a lot like i would drink two liters of it, it was always either Fanta or Mountain Dew every day, minimal. And it's not healthy as you can imagine drinking that much sugar, but that was my crutch. And I remember to try and curb that, I had to find a replacement, something healthier, which for me was milk. So rather than drinking like Fanta or Mountain Dew obsessively, I drink milk. And that was how I, you know, curbed, curbed that desire for sugar and i wouldn't drink as much milk of course it wasn't like i was drinking two liters of milk now but it was just like every time i got the urge i just take like a sip of milk and i was okay i managed to get that and to stop other temptations we give ourselves one cheat day a month of where you could eat whatever you wanted as much as you wanted just for that one day a month and then after that the rest of the month you're back to normal you are just back to the diet and everything. And it worked surprisingly well, you know, the diet thing at least. And then came the exercising part as well. So what we decided was we would run every day for like 20 minutes. And then after that, we would uh, go to the gym for like an hour. That's what we had planned on. And the gym thing wasn't too bad for me in terms of weightlifting because there was a point in time where I used to weightlift a little bit. And so it wasn't that foreign to me but the running was i hated running and i remember when we first started out i could barely run a couple of hundred meters without losing my breath and having to rest i was really really bad in terms of my cardio health and so but through perseverance over time over over a couple of weeks i eventually got better and then to the point where i could run the full length we ran without stopping which i remember at the time amazed me because I had never been able to do that before. So we do that, everything is good, until one day I fucked up and I fucked up real nicely and Wilson knew and Wilson found out and it pissed me off till this day. This is what happened. I was going, I went to a shop and I bought myself a sandwich. I know it was like ham and lettuce and tomato and it looked healthy. I was like, it didn't break any of the foods we had restricted ourselves from eating. So I'll take it. So I'm, I take it and then I go to meet Wilson and Mike. And we're in Mike's room and we're all just chilling. I think Wilson and Mike were playing FIFA and then I was just kind of watching them enjoy my sandwich. When 
Mike happens to look at me eat my sandwich and Mike knew about our bed and our diet and everything. So he looks at me and it's funny because me, Mike and Wilson at this point, we like teasing each other. We like banter. We liked just kind of making each other's lives hell and miserable through jokes. You know, it was never anything malicious. It was just to kind of annoy each other. And we, we always found it funny. So Wilson, uh, Mike, I mean, knew about me and Wilson's, you know, he, our bet and everything. So he looks at me eating my sandwich and he happens to see a slice of cheese in that sandwich, which I didn't see too. And then he's like, he just yells, is that cheese? And then I remember Wilson put his controller down, paused the, paused the game, put his controller down and then just looked at me with ready eyes, just excitement and joy in his eyes as he looks at me, looks at my sandwich, opens it up, looks back at me and he just let out this blood curdling scream. This just laugh and scream of happiness and joy. He's just laughing, pointing his finger at me, rolling. Mike's laughing his ass off too. And I remember just, just losing all hope, just like being so mad, not at them, at myself for slipping like that and not catching that and eating it. Cause they had seen me eat it, I couldn't deny. So Wilson was like, okay, you know the rules, pay up. And I remember I tried making some dumb excuse like, no, no, you know, cheese is healthy. We should be allowed to eat cheese. It's basically all protein, which it's not. Cheese is just fat, you know? And ah, oh, I just remember to this day, six years later, I still remember that laugh and that feeling of disappointment and frustration I had at losing I'd like having to pay him for that slip up and it just pissed me off. And I made it a point that ever since that day that that never happens again, I will never be caught, you know, ma making a mistake like that ever again, especially in front of him because I hated that laugh and I knew he'd laugh like that again. And it just used to piss me off. But anyway, it happened and I was pissed and I just irritated for the entire semester after that because I'd always remember that situation. But anyway, after that happened, um, we just continue on. There was no other slip-ups on anyone's part, which pissed me off even more because as far as I know, Wilson never messed up in front of me. He just always used to just be on point for whatever reason. Or if he did mess up, he did it where I couldn't see it. And so it never counted, I guess. But yeah. But anyway, so... Me and Wilson keep this up for the entire semester. And this entire time, I am not looking at a scale. I'm, I don't have like a full body mirror. So I don't know what I look or what I look like anymore. And at some point, Mike also joined in. And we were all just like, all three of us are just working out constantly now. And so the semester comes to an end. At this point, I go home for Christmas. So do they. And when I get home, people are like, you've lost a lot of weight. I'm like, oh, really have I? I told them, yeah, I've been working out a lot. I don't tell them about the bed, but I just tell them I've been working out a lot. So I decide to, but then like, people are like really shocked, like, yeah, you've lost a lot of weight. And I was like, really? It's that much? Because at this point, you know, I hadn't been looking at a mirror. I hadn't stepped on a scale the whole time. And the only indication I was getting that I was losing weight was sometimes my pants would be baggier. And so I'd have to tighten my belt even tighter around them just to stop me from falling off. So I get on a scale and I jump and I, and I see that my, I weigh like 80 kilograms and I remember being shocked. 
because when I went to uni, I was 120. And through the course of one semester, which is about three and a half, four months, I lost 40 kilograms, which averages out to about 10 kilograms a month that I was losing. And for context, up until this point, I would have been like 19 or 20. And the first time, and the last time I was 80 kgs was when I was nine. And I hadn't been 80 kg since I was nine. And now this was the first time since then that I was 80 kgs again. And I was, I was just so excited. You know, I didn't know I had gone that hard on this dieting and exercising. So I was ecstatic. But anyway, I go back to uni after the, after the Christmas break. And, um, unfortunately, Wilson is gone. Wilson's transferred universities. He found a better university that offered the course he wanted to do so he just kind of dipped and i was hurt i was like ah oh, now who am i gonna uh do these exercise things with and you know it was funny because i felt good and i didn't want to do it anymore because i felt like i was happy with my weight and i was like i'm good i don't need to do that anymore so i kind of stopped for like a month or so i think i stopped going to gym but i'd still do the runs and then one day, there was this guy who walks up to me in the dining hall. His name, uh, again, for anonymity's sake, I'll call him Eduardo. Now, Eduardo had, was an avid gym goer at this point. He was like a really scrawny dude at this point, And he had just been going to the gym to build muscle up. And he used to see me and Wilson go to the gym a lot. Now, Eduardo asked me, yo, why aren't you going to the gym anymore? And I just gave him a, like a wish-washy excuse, like, ah, you know, I'll come back. I've just been kind of taking a break. And he said, yeah, sure, because he was doubting me. And he was like, um, he was like, people, it's okay, man. People quit or that. Yeah, sure. Like, like he was saying, he knows I'm going to come back. And that pissed me off. Like, how dare he? How dare he say that to me? So the next day, I go back to the gym ready and then, and then he was like oh you actually came yeah and then we work out and everything and then i'm like you see man i told you i didn't quit and then i was like yeah sure we'll see how long you last i'll give you like i don't know like a few weeks and then you go again and then that pissed me off and i just remember thinking fuck this guy fuck you eduardo and because of that i spent another three years about basically my entire college life going to the gym because every time I thought about quitting, I just remember Eduardo and his, yeah, sure. Or we'll see how long you last comments. And he just always used to piss me off. So every time I had a bad day, I just remember that and I'd go, I didn't care if I was sick. I didn't care if I was busy. I'd find a way and I'd go there all because of that dude. And funny story, like me and Eduardo now are like really good friends. He's one of my dearest friends, man. And it's really funny because we started out like that and then like we ended up being really good friends because we used to work out together a lot and were each other's workout partner for the duration of our college life basically. He graduated first, then I graduated the year after him. And for so like so for like three years or so we were just really close. Uh we we got really close and everything. And to this day he's one of my dearest friends, you know. I hold him really dear. Unless he happens to listen to this and he knows who he is in which case fuck you i hate you and 
go to hell. That's, yeah, but like that's what happened. And then I remember to this day, I still remember him saying those yeah shows and everything, and which is why I still work out to this day, all because of that competitive nature in me that just won't let me hurt my pride. Like if I lose, it will be because I genuinely lost. Like I tried my hardest and still lost. But I refuse to lose for not trying hard enough because that hurts my pride. You know, losing sucks and everything. But doing something against someone, like being doing a competitive thing against someone and then losing because you feel you didn't try hard enough, that hurts my pride and I despise that feeling. And because of that, I lost 40 kgs in 10 months because of two bets with two different people and just not wanting to see the satisfaction in their faces if i had lost without trying at least so yeah i just wanted to share that story i think i'll end this episode here uh thank you for listening um if anyone forced you to listen to this i apologize truly i i am sorry for boring the shit out of you and if you happen to enjoy this, I don't know why you would, but thank you again. I, I would, I will appreciate it. And to any one of my dear, dear friends who I mentioned here, who happened to listen to this, Eduardo, Mike and Wilson, fuck y'all, you you're human trash and I hate your guts. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to end it here. You guys have a good one. Stay frosty and peace out.